Hi, welcome back to the Asian Voice podcast. And like always, I'm joined by my co-hosts. Rebecca. And Wilson. And today we have a very, very special guest. Siwoo, Siwoo, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. I'm a friend of John's. Um, turned 18 a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, I do A-levels at um, physics, maths, further maths and art. So I'm happy to be here. Nice, nice. Oh yeah, I forgot you turned 18 a while back. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a week ago, I guess. It's oh, so yeah. weird how people are actually turning 18 nowadays. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah you're old now. Weird. You're legally an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, responsibility <laughs> could never be me. Oh. <laughs> just for a question that we ask every guest, um, yeah. see, what does it mean to be Asian to you? <clears throat> or in this case, what does it mean to be South Korean for you? Um, well, I personally, I don't have that much of a, like, a sense of belonging to Korea in a way, I guess, like, mm-hmm. that many people do to have their own countries. But for me personally, um, I've moved to UK when I was in year four, went to school in UK since then. So, um, I might not have as much of a, you know, a sense of like, oh, this is my home, this is my country, but I still find it, um, it's like an eccentric quality of me, I guess. And, um... Being Asian is just a, I feel like it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a quality, but at the same time, it also kind of identifies myself. So yeah, Mm. I find it really kind of interesting and, you know, exciting to be. Fair enough. So you see it more as like a a thing you identify yourself as rather than your personality in a sense. Yeah, like it doesn't, it doesn't decide everything I do. But then again, it is also, you know, a quality of me. No, 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 like, that's very, very interesting because, like, the majority of, like, our answers have been quite, like, personal and, like, quite si- like quite similar to each other. Like, oh, it kind of, like, it means this and that and it just means uh, this by implication. But I think because that's because the majority of our guests have been, like, born in the UK and raised here, whereas you've had, like, the majority of, like, your childhood has been in South Korea, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, up to year four. I was, I was just Korea, I guess, no, nowhere else. Year four, so that's about um eight years old, I want to say. Yeah, nine, eight, nine, ten, something eight, like that. Eight, yeah, nine, yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's quite different. Like, have you found like the culture between British and then like South Korean culture? Is it like quite a big distinction? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, when I first came, I always had that kind of cultural jet lag in a way. Um, <laughs> you know, things are different. Like, even obviously from the most bare minimum things, like the language you speak all the way to like the most detailed stuff like how you hold your cutlery or what kind of food you eat you know it's all different so i did have that kind of you know sense of displacement but then again i got over it quickly and um now i feel like i feel like i'm here for that that is probably why i keep like studying in the uk while living in korea because i like that kind of cultural difference mm. it's like the contrast between you not like just see the world yeah. i guess you brought you brought yeah. up a very interesting point how you hold your cutlery i just want to go around <laughs> everyone right now how do you hold your knives and forks? Rebecca, let's start with you. Me? Yeah. Um, like like an like a normal person though. Like as in like I just hold my knife in my right hand and my fork in my left. I feel like I'm gonna be judged for this. Like no, even though it's sense. like standard. This is standardized, yeah. right? I'm not the only so. one doing this. And the whole idea is that you hold your knife in your right hand because your right hand is stronger. Yeah. yeah so and like if you wanna be safer, you probably won't wanna use your left hand. What if you accidentally like mess up you're holding a knife? So Yeah. Is that the same for you, Wilson? Yeah. You hold it. I would hold my knife in my right hand if I had a knife and a fork. How about you, Siru? Are you the opposite? Who, who doesn't though? I mean I do that as well. Really? I thought, oh, I, I just thought like 
No, but like I saw in Korea, they have like different cutlery, like as in like they had that long spoon yeah. and they had like the metal yeah. chopsticks and stuff mm. like that. So it's, it's like not... a bit different, no? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, longer than any other spoon, but... Um, hey. we have, we have spoon <laughs> no, but like the, the, the what's it called, the, the mouth part is like more circular or like, I don't know. A round spoon? I don't like, know it's smaller, not... no, I swear, it's like easier to fit in your mouth. Fair enough. Are you, are you, you talking about the one that you don't know more about me then? <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to out, out, you're trying to up one the South Korean person. Okay, I don't really know. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. maybe I feel like this is just coming from like K dramas and stuff. You're just looking at yeah, yeah, Are you talking about like the ones that they have like like with soups and stuff? And then yeah, probably. Guys, oh. I'm not really informed on this. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can kind of, I can kind of get why, where you're coming from, though, because it is kind of smaller, I guess. Yeah. But the the handle is definitely longer, I swear. Mm, probably, yeah. Well, definitely longer than the one, the ones we have at school, because they're a bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh wait, I just want to ask this for my own personal um reasoning. Um, can you explain how uh Korean barbecue works. <laughs> Yeah, um, because like, I mean, I yeah. Feel like, yeah, no, because like I've like I tried going to a Korean barbecue place before with Wilson, and it didn't go time, well. We didn't, yeah, we didn't really know what we no, were doing. No, that's only because like our thing wasn't working. Yeah, but even so, we just didn't know what to like add together or like what to combine or like because apparently you're supposed to like wrap the meat within like the lettuce and stuff, and then like there are all these other yeah. side dishes. Like, could you explain like how you would pop, like eat in a proper way? <laughs> Well, I mean, um, yeah, uh, here's, a, you know, my little tutorial. Um, the only difference between, like, a normal barbecue is that, like, uh, the stuff gets cooked right in front of you, so you're meant mm-hmm. to kind of do it yourself. Um, when the meat is cooked, I mean, I'm sure you guys know how to cook meat. It's not that difficult, but um, when the meat is cooked, uh, we do have a thing called sam, which is what you were talking about. Um, you get the lettuce, and then you put, like, the meat inside it, and then, like, some garlic or, like, it usually comes with this like sauce called samjang, like a little kind of red slash orangey kind of sauce. Mm. And uh, yeah, you put that on, then you kind of put whatever else, you know, all the other crazy stuff that you want to put into that little thing. And then you wrap it up. And then the thing is, people find this important. I don't know how it, how important it is, but apparently you have to go all in one, the whole thing. So you can't so, take yeah. little bites? No. I have to wolf it, it down. <laughs> yeah, has to go, it has to go in one. Is there like superstition around that, or is that just the way it's been? Um, I think it's just I, I don't think there's a reason, like a, like a kind of ethical reason to do that. It's just you know what people want to do. It's just more of like kind of like table manners almost, or just like a thing yeah. you just have to do. Okay, well, yeah, fair. I think fair. I think so. And that's interesting. I'm not opposed to doing that. It's <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you, you got to lose it. You got to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I want to give you just like more choke on it. <laughs> <Just all Yeah. laughs> mm. Like, are there any um, other, like, uh, cool, like, South Korean, like, dishes that people probably shouldn't know about? Because probably, like, the main, like, cliche ones are, like, Korean barbecue, kimchi, and, like, that's all I can really think of. But are there any, like, ones that may not be so well-known in, like, the media that are that should be known, be known just as well? Um, I've got to think about that. Um... Like you'll be surprised to like realize how little, little Korean I am because oh. <laughs> I find it so difficult to live here. Anyways, um, probably like there's um, so I'm trying to think of one that English people would like at the same time mm-hmm. as you know trying to find something really kind of original. Yeah. Um, 
there is a thing called samgyetang, and I think this is more like Asian than it is Korean. But yeah. um, it's basically chicken, and you put like stuff with like rice um, and like other kind of just like roots and like something. Sorry, guys, I'm I'm really bad at cleaning. <laughs> That's okay. And um, yeah, and, it, and it's been and it gets boiled into like a broth uh, for a really long time, and it comes out as the whole chicken with the broth. And okay. It's quite died down in a way. The, the, the flavors aren't like spicy or like really salty mm. or anything, but like mm. it's really kind of like deep and like meaningful, you know? It's yeah. more it's more of like a comfort food rather than like a yeah. like restaurant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like, um, yeah. It kind of sounds like job, like Chinese culture. Yeah, bit. like congee. We have like white yeah, porridge. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like thing that yeah. would you, would you typically eat it if you were like maybe. Like feeling a bit sick or like you had a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah, like kind of warming, kind of like homey kind of mood. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's exactly what it is. No, yeah. Do you get many opportunities to eat like uh, South Korean foods in UK? Well, obviously I know um, like in, in our school, definitely not, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously school environment, no. But, um, well, you'd be surprised to know how many like Korean restaurants there are out there in like Piccadilly, Oxford Circus, so mm. everywhere. Actually, I used to work at a um, Korean restaurant in Piccadilly. Um, oh, nice. And obviously working there, I obviously went there as a customer quite often as well. And they have surprisingly original um, dishes and like... Things are, are quite authentic. So, well, uh, well, ten years ago that was not the case, obviously, when I first came. But um, nowadays, it's really accessible. I'm asking, do you feel like when you think of like um, Asian culture, like the predominantly like the big ones are like South Korea, South Korean culture, and I feel like it's probably been because of this influence. Ooh, I influence wonder. Itself. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Well, you want to answer that question for me, Wilson? Uh, no, no, no. I, I want to answer. <laughs> Just because, like, this whole influx of like um, K dramas and K, like K pop has taken the world by storm. I mean, it's just everyone knows like the big, big. I mean, yeah, Rebecca, this is your specialty, but. Oh, there was no need for that. No. I mean, I would just say like it was a past thing. Like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a phase, but it was just like I was consistently, oh, yeah. consistently oh, different listening. Stop lying to you. No, but like, oh my god, like K dramas, they like K dramas, K dramas. They really like change your life, like. Guys, get on K dramas. Like, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. And then, okay. no, but like, actually, like, fully. <laughs> You're definitely a changed person now. A different person. No, yeah. Going back to um, yeah, going back to John's question. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, what else can I say to that? Of course, um, Korean culture has been spotlighted because of you know what K-pop and whatever the good things that are happening out there. But um, I mean, I personally also experience the kind of defects of of those cultures at the same time as like its benefits because they they obviously do inevitably kind of you know give sort of a prejudice to kind of what koreans should should be like in a way Mm. Mm. and like for example like i don't know if i try to like this is obviously not anything offensive to me personally but um when i try to like i don't know style my hair or like Growing my hair, for example, just because yeah. I, I'm feeling like it, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're you going to you're going into K-pop or something." Oh, you're trying to be a K-pop star, you know? I mean, I don't find it offensive. It, it's funny, but like some people might find that a bit difficult to cope with in a way. Mm. If you know what I mean? Would you say so, it like yeah. sets an unrealistic standard for like what actual Korean culture is? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah, and it's a bit, it's really kind of contemporary, all the all the kind mm-hmm. of K-pop, K-dramas, kind of all that culture. So it's difficult for us to keep up with as well. It's almost like you're expected to, like, live up. That's, like, probably the big assumptions, like, people just assume, like, from these K-dramas that therefore all South Korean people are that, so therefore... Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way. But obviously, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, because um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to kind of show what real Koreans are like, in a way. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's just I feel like yes, it, it really does kind of affect um the view, but not necessarily in a good or bad way, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are there any like ideas of like K pop or like K dramas like in terms of like stereotypes? Are there any like really other big cliche ones that may be like quite shocking or like really like we that May just have never come to, like thought. The, the Korean gamers, uh, they feel different. One of them. Oh, yeah. Explain. Um, explain. <laughs> you know, when I say, "Oh, I'm Korean," one of the most first reactions that comes to me as from a teenage teenager is like, "Oh, you got a League of Legends?" And this new, I don't even play League of Legends, so like, um, that is one of the things. Like, if you're Korean, you're necessarily good at gaming, which is not true, unfortunately. But I mean, stereotypes are kind of. This is going to be a bit controversial to say, but stereotypes are a bit understandable because what you're exposed to is what you're going to think, and I don't have anything against that. Um, so yeah, I mean, nothing too kind of drastic or like unbelievable in a way, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Wait, I just want to go like, where did this Korean gamer thing come from? Because I'm just like, wh- I think they that? just have a a big like internet cafe culture in the Korea. Oh, yeah, so that's like true. A lot of yeah. People... Oh. Um, yeah, and that, that's also another thing I want to touch on. Um, the fact that these stereotypes are there, and um, but then then you kind of get they're there for a reason. Like as you, as uh, Wilson said, um, there is a huge internet cafe culture. So like every single kind of small village or town you go into, there'll be like tens of um, what we call pishibang, which is like a internet cafe. And there's like high spec computers around with like gaming mouse, gaming chairs, and then you can like go in and start gaming and then you know go crazy but um um yeah and, and the fact that the most most of these stereotypes are true is kind of where i'm coming from saying oh you know stereotypes are understandable has it ever been used towards you in like a way that may have have like may have made you thought it was a bit taken a bit like offensively or are you just you just you just kind of brush it off and it's like saying oh okay um well yeah i mean I've been here. I've been in the UK for quite long, so um, mm. I guess I've come a bit insensitive to, to those in a way. And um, I'm ne- not necessarily a person to care about that stuff in general. So um, yeah, I've just come to a point where I just brush it off, saying you know, fair enough, or just laugh it off. No, yeah, it's just you've just been kind of so like muted to it. It's like so exposed. It's just kind of just kind of yeah. You don't really affect you anymore. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Are, are there any like cool um south korean like things that we should know like culture like things or anything um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a quite a big question but um, we had, we had, i mean it's pretty broad you can answer it however you want like yeah. anyway uh, i mean not necessarily something that should you should kind of intake in the uk but um something that's interesting um it's like things like um little kind of superstitions that we have um oh yeah you can't when you cut your nails you shouldn't like throw them on the floor or something like you shouldn't let anything fall on the floor because a rat would come and eat it and turn into you and then they would pretend to be whoa (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole story about it um i wouldn't be able to explain to you the whole thing but um 
Yeah. And oh. then, like, you shouldn't whistle at night because the you wolves. attract snakes. Oh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> <Snakes>. <laughs> Ooh, wolves are interesting as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, snakes. Yeah. Are there snakes in Korea? Um, there are. There are quite a lot of snakes. Oh. Don't know about that. That is something that, like, I did not know. Yeah. Snakes <laughs> in Korea. They're not, I don't think they're venomous. Um, mm. but, um, there, there are loads, like, in mountains. Um, yeah. Not really much in the, the, the cities, though, is it? Yeah. Not much in the cities, but like when you go, I mean, because seventy percent of Korean land is mountain or mountains. So yeah. um, you know, there's a mountain outside my window right now, and <laughs> if you go into that mountain, there will be a snake in there. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, but trying... then it must be so humid then. Like if you're like near mountains and stuff, like so humid. Is that how it works? I swear, it's like the air gets. Guys, is this geography knowledge? <laughs> geography. I'm definitely judging you on this because I don't, I don't know if that's how it works. But you ain't a geography student, Rebecca. Stay in your no, 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 no. <laughs> Back Guys, up, I just say something and then like it backfires. It backfires on me, and I'm like, oh mm. wait, let me check, back check this. But like, I think, like, I don't know, guys. Evaporation from the back yourself. No, no, no. I, I like, I like where this is coming from. Mm. Guys, I can't. Um, no, evaporation in the trees traps it and then like it's like humid nice, before nice. the mountain nice we like that Fair enough, um, I guess. yeah i mean i feel like it will logically make sense but don't fact check me on that okay, okay i think it could be true um but um i think the weather has like too much of an influence that kind of that the uh what's it mountain can't do anything about it because um in korea summer is very very humid winter is very very dry oh. yeah and the mountains can't do anything about that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the mountains are protecting you there. The mountains, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I definitely hate humid weather. Humid weather is the worst. It like, is especially when we went, like, especially long. when I went to Hong Kong, it's disgusting. That weather is disgusting. Yeah, it makes it hard to breathe, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like the air is thick. It's hot, sticky, mm. and it's warm as well. It's not even like breezy, cold wind. It's warm, thick air. Oh. I'm just like not kind of like. At least they have like, like air cons everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's true as well. Mm. It's obviously the worst thing when your clothes like stick to you. Like when you're just like <laughs> this is why I'm definitely an autumn kind of person. Especially like, like, like spring is still too cold and then same. summer is too hot. Autumn is like just perfect because winter is just too cold. Like especially in the UK. It's too cold. Actually, yeah, but I mean I guess I would say I'm a winter person because I like I like the cold. But um as a matter of fact, it gets hotter and colder um in Korea than it does in the UK. So um you know if you ever want to experience extreme temperatures just come over South Korea has definitely been a place that uh, I've definitely wanted to visit I mean just it seems a lot cooler just the whole like different cultures and I'm not gonna lie just me watching K-dramas is just like I just want to see what's out there <laughs> just see what's yeah it's yeah just, yeah it seems cool no you're right um people find Korea quite interesting and um but mainly because of K-dramas and K-pop. But what I feel like is more important is, like, it's quite similar to China and Japan, obviously, because it's the kind of Asian countries. But um, mm. what is interesting is to notice those subtle kind of min minimal differences that, you know, exist between those three or however many Asian countries there are. Oh, you mean as in between, like, the main, like, the like the like the well, the more like when you think of when you the more mainstream kind of like East Asian countries. Um. Well. Well, that as well. But like, as in just like between the between what whichever countries, mm -hmm. the, there's a subtle difference, not drastic as it is. Like, mm -hmm. there's not as much of a contrast as, as like, say, Korea and UK. But 
oh, Korea yeah. and China or Korea and Japan, they also have those subtle differences that are quite, you know, you know, cool to find out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm trying to, yeah, I can't think, I don't think the UK has, in, uh, not the UK, the China has internet cafes, but... Yeah, China <laughs> has what we call a lack of soft political power. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, this is completely off topic, but I need to get your ramen, your ramen recommendations. Like, uh, actually, like this is like uh, fully like because Korean ramen is like actually actually yeah, I love Korean ramen. It's like it's, it's, it's so much better. It just yeah, it's we big, need your recommendations um, from a true Korean. Oh, I mean, I do no also fresh, have no fresh a PhD in uh, ramen, but um, oh sorry, doctor. Oh, he's a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am very experienced. Um, but like obviously the ones everyone knows is like Xinlandian, which is um mm. it's nice it's the classic yeah i rate it um it's also yeah, like a rating out of 10 out of 10 Ooh. yeah just because of how you know it, it's longevity <laughs> and um how solid it is uh, as a ramen i'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten pretty high yeah high very high um but actually i don't think it gets that much better than that because you know when you try to do too much to it it kind of ruins it the ones in the get you can get in the UK. There's one called um, Dalgudi. Um, I love that one. It's like seafoody. That one, and I like that one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, giving that a solid nine out of ten. Yeah, mm. I'll give that a nine out of ten. That's mm. like yeah. I'm not really kind of a, a spicy kind of gal. I'm more of a mild. Okay. Wait, you know that one in the pink packet, like carbonara samyang noodles. Uh, that yeah. one is that one yeah, good? I haven't had it because it's really expensive here. I mean. Like I, I know it's expensive, but I, but I personally don't think it's worth it because it is really? quite pricey. Everyone is telling me that it's so good, like life changing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But for what it is, really, really, I don't know. I don't know. You know it's a bit uh. controversial, but nah. No, you don't think it's worth it? <laughs> yeah, no. Too political. That one. Oh. Oh. If the South Korean says it doesn't, it's not worth it then. <laughs> was it your but friend that it. said? Hmm? Was it your friends that said that that, yeah. that ramen was life changing? Like. I feel like a lot of people have told me that that one is really good. Mm. And like mm. literally in our local supermarket, it's like eight pounds for like oh. five packets. And that is, oh, for ramen, man. that is too expensive. Like oh God, ramen should be cheap bag. and like efficient. It should be fast yes, exactly. and yeah, cheap. Yeah, no. It should not be expensive. That Actually, like defeats but, the whole entire purpose yeah. of it. Yeah, to be honest, but for, for a one-time thing, yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. I think I might try it. And if, you know, if you get addicted mm. to it, too bad. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, oh god, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's just like drugs. It's just like, oh well, you know, you're you're hooked on that now, so you can't do anything. You'll keep going. Flavoring packets too much, mm. guys. We can't get. We can't feed into this. We can't feed into ramen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the food there, and like I find like the food like in most Asian countries, it's better and it's so much cheaper as well. Mm. Is that like the same with like South Korea? I can't lie. I have to agree with you there because food in the UK is. It, it, I, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's so expensive. Like, tell me yeah. why it's actually like £3.90 with, without a Tesco club card for a meal deal. I mean, actually, I thought the whole idea was that meal deals were £3 and it was like, oh my God, it's so cheap. You get three items for £3. But, but like, when you consider the, the raising prices of like all goods, I think the fact that Tesco has managed to keep it to a £3.90 is still a staggering deal. Yeah, mm. probably. But yeah. still, it's a bit That's expensive good. still. Yeah, you know you can save so much money with a Tesco club card. This is not sponsored, by the way. 
I mean, if they want to sponsor us, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're open to all sponsors. Mm. I mean, I'd say we as in you guys, but yeah. Yes, yes. We can oh. get you something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, I know a lot of Asian countries have this, but I'm curious to see if South Korea also has it. Do you guys have, for like, fast foods, do you guys have shaker fries? Sorry, come again? Oh, Basically, sorry. like you have this powder thing, and you put it in your fries, and you shake it around, so it's just it's like, like a packet fries. of MSG. Yeah. You have it in Hong Kong. Yeah. They have and it in Hong McDonald's, Kong. and I think Japan has it too. Yeah, you, know, McDonald's. Like, you just put yeah. a packet of MSG and a packet of and a packet of like fries together, and you shake it together. It's actually very dough. Sounds like the most healthy option. It, 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 it really is, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to apologize for you know how little Korean I have in me, but um. I don't think so. I might be wrong there, mm. but I don't usually go to like fast food restaurants when I'm here, mm. so I, I can't tell you for sure. But I don't think we do have those. Mm. It's interesting though. I hope they do get them. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I actually beg that the UK adopts it. One, I know it's so unhealthy, but like I, I can't resist. Yeah. My taste I mean, buds. No, but I swear, so Korean fast food is like next level. Like their like oh. their fried chicken and like their pizza. Like I'm seeing this. I mean. This is from what I've seen. I might yeah. not. This might not be like fact checked. Mm. No, no, no. But, you tell me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like their like pizza is like fully like stuffed crust, thick. Like has all the toppings you would want on it. Like uh. their fried chicken is like I don't know. It looks great. I mean, I yeah, I've had I've had the fried chicken quite a few times. It's, yeah. it's really nice. Um, the main difference is that like it's like really breaded. The mm. the, the it's yeah, more like coating than like actual yeah. chicken. Yeah, and, it, and it's really like crispy. I think that's why people like it a lot. Um, mm. And the pizza, not really, it's not really my thing because it's quite sweet, the pizza. Oh. Huh? It's like, it's like you know, like barbecue sauce. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that kind of sweet. It's that kind of sweet. And it's like people put like, like sweet potato paste on it. Yeah. And oh. uh, it's not really my thing. I've yet to try true authentic uh, Korean fried chicken. Yeah, well, KFC, KFC. KFC. Not, not the KFC that we're used to. That's like yeah, that that's like all like super greasy and then you can you can oh. literally see the oil coming out of the chicken, but Yeah. Um no, but you should try it one time. It is quite nice. You can get it in the UK as well. Chinatown, just go to Chinatown. The best yeah, something in there. It's so wing. expensive though. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's the price to pay for uh Asian food. Salvation. <laughs> From the salvation from Siwu, our, our school's salty rice and our Asian salmon. And how's your Wednesday mashed mash, mash potatoes? Oh, and those are schools do Asian fusion. They do eat nearly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they love Asian fusion, when they, especially when they do the little pork noodles. Stunning. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't even uh, know that. I, I literally. I, I just always go for the vegetarian option on those kind of days. I'm like, nah, I'd rather take yeah. I'd rather take pasta with pesto sauce rather than whatever the yeah, heck. Pesto is banging. Yeah, it's slap. It's food. Whenever I see that kind of Asian fusion stuff, I literally, the queue is so long in our school. It's like 15 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's like longer than that. It's like 20 minutes. Um, I think wow. I wait Depending on when minutes. you go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. Mm-hmm. But like God, tea time. so yeah. sad if I waited 20 minutes for Asian fusion. <laughs> yeah, the times I walked in and I just walked out because it was so it was I could not cope. Mm, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Mm. Just make your own ramen in uh, the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're happy. Well. Okay, so that was like something that I was like quite interested in um, that we just said. But um, sure. so I wanted to know like what is it like living in South Korea? 
Like, are there any anecdotes, like, or stories, fun stories that you want to share? I don't know about, um, I might think of a story. I might come up with a story later, but um, yeah. one thing I want to say is that it's, uh, it's, it's really nice, just, um, but public transport is probably one of the biggest things that is different. Obviously, you know, we get buses, we get, ta- we get tubes, taxis, but um, the, the tubes are really nice here. Like, mm. you know, when you go in the UK, when you go in the tube, yeah, you go down the stairs and, and you go right. <laughs> Yeah. And you go into that, you know, tunnel of death. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of that crazy stuff. But in Korea, it's quite straightforward. So obviously there are signs. And um, when you walk into a station, everything is like flipping marbled floor and like... So lit. you can say it's clean. Like, like, mm. It's very clean, oh. yeah. And then, like, when you go into the when uh, boarding platform, there are, like, screen doors. Um, and it, it feels like... It feels expensive, you know? You know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, luxury transport. Yeah. But then again, if you don't... If, you, if you're not into extreme weathers, don't come, because it is quite difficult to live here. Spring and autumn is only about, like, two weeks long. The rest is winter and summer. Right now, it's minus 10 degrees outside. Oh, minus 10. Yeah. I can't even survive in minus four degrees. It's too cold. Oh, like, literally, it was like snowing like when last week. Last Monday. Day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was thick snow. Mm. And I was like, wow, yeah. it's so cold. The snow was really nice. Like, the amount of times I got dashed in the face by snowballs, that was fun. But it was cold. Like, oh my God. But I feel like that yeah. kind of cold is like different. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think what you said there was quite good. Like, it's a different kind of cold. Yeah. Like, it's quite, this might sound really, really stupid, but it's quite painful, the, the, the coldness. <laughs> like, it really stings you. So, yeah. Like, frostbite level cold. Yeah, that kind of stuff. When you walk out with, like, not very thick trousers, you, you know your legs are gone after that. It's quite difficult. Mm. But, yeah. Mm. I mean, living in Korea is nice. I really like it, so yeah. I'm still trying to get over the public transport. Like, I would take. Oh uh, yes, I, I would want... take. I, I would take a clean tube any day, and I would like sacrifice all those. Like, oh, like I'll buy out a whole wardrobe for winter and summer. But take the Elizabeth line now, oh, and then have... once yeah. it gets dirty, yeah. then you'll be like, wow, it was Sad. so clean. Mm. Yeah, honestly, um, it's like Elizabeth line, but on every line. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, like, I know that, like the Hong Kong MTR that that is clean. It is. Mm. And it's like air conditioned, like metal seats, like yeah. the platforms are like pristine, like mm. and yeah. their tubes and are so wide, there's actually space in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> you get Wi-Fi in the tubes, believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, you know the tube yeah. line, you can actually get a signal from like oh, I just oh, yeah. want like, to thank like, the gods from, like, about before, South Korean like, internet. to like to like mm-hmm. Green Park can get signal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's can I ask? You can't even get point? signal on the Elizabeth line. That is such a ripple. But you can't? You can't. Oh, it's no. so far down there that it's like you can't get signal. Yeah. I think the reason for that, like how the UK has done it is apparently it's done so like people can't like communicate from the outside world if someone's planning something. Apparently that's what I hear it's about. So if someone's like trying to coordinate something, then apparently they can't communicate with someone like that's above ground or something like that. Terrible uh, excuse. Okay. But I mean you're going for like Guy Fawkes kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean that's what I just heard from um my dad. Like that's what he thinks it is, but I'm like, 
That makes sense, I guess. But I mean, all I'm okay. trying to do is text my mom when I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah. You're planning something. That's us as a national threat right now. We can't be having those. What it will take for us to change our tube to make it better. Oh no, that will never happen. I know. This is so sad. No, but I feel like our tube is also really efficient though. It's like really like... That's true. There's like lines crossing it left, right. Yeah, no, you're so right. Like it's yeah. pretty good. Mm, but yeah, just no, maybe not the conditions that I have to sit yeah. in for like 40 minutes straight. More, it's really uh, quick though. Quick and efficient. Yeah, yeah. Um, British mm. tubes. The morning rush though. That's the only like reason why packed. I would give the Jubilee line because it's fast. Mm. And it's like actually like you know you can actually get places fast. Yeah. But like other than that, it's like a bit grimy. You can definitely catch Corona there. Like it's just, <laughs> it's not ready. Can I ask? Um, we've I've always seen this. Um, like in K dramas, is it true that like the majority of South Korean households, you guys have like the pin number for like your door handles and stuff? Yeah. Is that no, yeah, is that, no, is that like standardized for everything? Yeah, definitely. That's also what, another thing that's quite different. Um, every door like. Even if we're talking like houses or bungalows or flats, every single door would have a padlock instead of like a key. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even in my house right now, um, padlocked. I think. I think nowadays, since like two years ago, some doors getting like the fingerprint unlock thingies. Yeah. That, that's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, padlocks, and I think that's more efficient than keys. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I feel like they're self-locking as well. Like mm -hmm. once they yeah. close behind you, they lock. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're like, if anyone just knows, if you know the the like uh, the combination, then it's like anyone can kind of just walk in. So that's just like my only like doubt with that system. I mean, but then again, like that's the case with any kind of combination, really. True, yeah. But whereas if you have a key, then it's like you kind of have to have that physical key to get in. I mean, the where there's a will, there's a way. If someone's trying to get into your house, they probably will. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> with both like regular padlocks and maybe like a pin or something if someone wants to get in they probably could mm. yeah true they're not the time they just will yeah i've been mm. oh speaking from experience i have i have heard that uh a lot of like fingerprint locks or whatever uh because since they're electronic they probably unlock using a solenoid which you know like a magnet so if you have a strong enough magnet and you know how to unlock it, you probably could with just a magnet. Are you sure we can kind of push this information? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. yes. So essentially you're saying if you have a strong enough magnet, you can just blow off the handle. You might, no, I mean like you might be able to like unlock like a fingerprint lock or something. Okay. If it's not well built, maybe maybe there's prevent like preventive measures. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems like you guys have security everywhere though. Like you guys, I swear, I swear in South Korea, there's like security cameras on every single street and every yeah. angle and everything. Yeah, no. It just feels a lot safer. Um, yeah, going back to like Re Rebecca's question saying, um, what's it like to live in Korea? Um, it's really, really safe and it's really secure. Um, there's security cameras obviously everywhere. Um, and well, I mean, that just sounds a bit dangerous in a way at the same time, because, you know, it feels like someone's watching you, but like, you know, security cameras as in like surveillance cameras, so that it doesn't like, it can prevent crime. Um, most of the, like, I feel like it's more of a kind of um, social construct or like a um, kind of a kind of a people thing, but um, there's really little theft. Like you can leave your like wallet and phone um, just on a table at Starbucks and, <laughs> Like that would mean that you're sitting on that table, like, and no one would just take your like stuff. Like, crazy. they might try to take a seat, but not your stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, <isn't that> ironic? <laughs> no, <laughs> the amount like faith people have in humanity, like, actually, that is yeah. 
No, yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. But like um, I've seen those like self-service um 7-Elevens in like Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the um, trust people have though. Like even though they're on CCTV, like you could literally just Yeah, yeah. Like you're right. Um and like I feel like it's that trust that also kind of pressurizes people to kind of make up to that trust. So mm. it is it is a social construct, basically. That career sounds like a heaven. There are downsides. Yeah. I feel like something that's good, there's always gonna be like downsides. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's been quite memed. It's quite a big meme in Korea, but like people don't take your wallet or your phone, but they do take your bikes. So if you ever tried to bring your bike to Korea, like make sure you bring about like five logs with it because they will steal the wheels, the frame, the the, the chairs, whatever. It's Oof. crazy. Just anything they, they can get their hands on. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So pros and cons. But pros and cons. <laughs> mm. But do you prefer living in uh, South Korea or UK? Or... Mm, yeah, I definitely prefer living in Korea because ah. um, I don't know why. It's just, I guess it's the sense of kind of home, ironically. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's my goal. I want to live in Korea when I'm when I have a career. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that just about sums up for this episode of the Asian Voice. Thank you, Siri, for being a guest on this episode. And make sure to go follow us at the Asian Voice on Spotify. Join us on Instagram at the Asian Voice Pod and DM us there if there are any topics that you would like covered in a future episode. And as always, you can check out the website, which is in the Spotify bio. See you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.